This episode of MBSing is sponsored by Iron Galaxy. Video Ball is a piece of electronic entertainment. Video Ball is a sport you can play. Video Ball is a sport everyone can play. Go play Video Ball. More info at videoball.net. I do my hair toss, check my nails. Baby, how you feeling? Hello, welcome to MBSing. I'm your host, Mary Beth Smith. My guest today is my friend Kevin Reader, and he talks to me about his love of Dikembe Mutombo. Uh, Kevin is one of the founding members of the Nerdalogs, and it's been a long time coming to get him in the booth. But we didn't even do it at the booth. We did it at his house because I offered, because he works at where the booth is, and I didn't want him to have to be at work more. So... We sat in his living room and had a nice, sweet chat about the All-Star Center. I learned so much. Not really a basketball person, so there was so much to be learned. Does that... That makes sense. Uh, It's so fun. The guy definitely is like a little bit of a cult of personality surrounding him. And uh, as Kevin says at some point, seems to kind of make his way back into the news or the zeitgeist every uh, couple of years or so in one fun way or another. So get into it. Enjoy. Um, going to forego plugs because, come on, guys, it's it's the holiday season. No, one, no one's doing shows. Everyone's doing family and traveling and you don't want to hear me talk about improv because you never want to hear me talk about improv uh but i will say that you should check out the best of your stories episodes for the year uh kevin has definitely been a big part of curating that for five years now we just had a big fifth anniversary show it was so much fun and uh that show is why i know that kevin is a huge dikembe mutombo fan because he's told at least one story if not a couple about his fandom uh and that's so fun i think that's the kind of thing it should exist as um finding out little things about your friends that you may not have known before thank you so much for listening and uh, to send you into this conversation, I'm going to let Dikembe himself um, segue us. Has anybody ever, has anyone's topic been like bourbon or like gin or beer or something like that? Um, Huli. Brian Hooley talked about beer. Hooley's, yeah, okay. Um, But no one has done, no one's done like wine Mm. or. Ooh, that that could probably be real fun. I feel like somebody you gotta find somebody who's like got a lot of Mm -hmm. wine. (laughs) There's got there's got to be someone in our network who is the wine person, and no one's ever really done like other alcohols. But talking to Hooley about beer was very fun. He's a, a cicerone, which is like. The equivalent to uh, sommelier, um, mm-hmm. uh. or uh, uh, yeah, sommelier, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just like a thing. You just get like a certification and blah, uh-huh. take a test. Is this like any bar lets you do that? Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, certain bars require it. He had to Whoa. go through the training for 
some bar he used to work at. That actually, that kind of sounds fun. <laughs> he, I mean, he knew so much yeah. that, like, and for someone who's, like, already into it and yeah. liked t- tasting and trying different kinds, it was like you said, it was like, he even told me, he was like, uh, I'm not going to say what bar she worked at, but uh, I took one of the Cicerone tests for a girlfriend once. Like, <laughs> <laughs> What and I was weird. like, come on, dude. What a weird thing to take a test for. I know. I was like, are you serious? Like, she couldn't learn enough about beer to work at a bar? And he was like, I don't I'm just saying it happened. You know? He's such a great dude. Man. He really is. It's been so fun to work with him, Mark. Yeah. He's a great guy. He's just, he's got a very good... I can imagine that he just crushes it at comedy sports. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, man. refing. He just became a ref over there, too. Oh, shit. I could just imagine that he would, like, run the table mm-hmm. over there. Because it just seems so, so, like, in his wheelhouse of skill. Like, right. he's a bartender. You know, right. a, a bartender on stage is a comedy sports ref. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, yeah, man. So, yeah. yeah. So, like, both sides of the coin, I think he really... Uh, it fits. It all. If it, it all makes sense together, and he works at uh, this place, Kaiser Tiger. It's like way down in the West Loop. <laughs> that does not sound real to me. <laughs> it's a fucking yuppie. It's sure. very, very yuppie. Very much like let's go to Kaiser Tiger before we go to the Blackhawks game. You know? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, because it's right. like very close to United Center, well, and they okay. have like ping pong tables and shit mm-hmm. like it's a cool bar i'm yeah. sure i've never been there yeah. uh sorry huli but it strikes me as like yeah. the yups are I all mean, over it i would love to play more ping pong than mm-hmm. I do. like mm-hmm. that is definitely a pastime of mine that i'm Same. like oh man i miss that i so love hard. it but who how how do you i know <laughs> nobody has a basement anymore no <laughs> or like not a here. garage like no. where do you do this no there's a there's this little shop um food spot just around the corner from here and i'll walk by and there's like this old party playroom that looks like they have like families birthday parties back there yeah and there's a big ass ping pong table back oh. there and i'm like every time you see it yeah <laughs> But I've also walked by and like I'm like okay, definitely got to go there sometime, play some ping pong. But when I walked by, I looked at the food. I'm like, what's the food like? Uh huh. And I looked at the food and I'm like, mm, I don't, don't want to eat that food. <laughs> <laughs> Can I play your ping pong table but not eat your food? Yeah. <laughs> so if I just bought a soda, yeah, <laughs> I was a soda. That's really funny. Yeah. There's a place. I think it's called Happy Village, and they have one in the oh in their like back room, and uh, it's it works. Yeah. It's like you know a pretty like run of the mill bar, and mm. then you like go around the corner, and there's a ping pong table. So you're like, all right, yeah. I'm into it. That's the only place I've ever. Well, now they have these play spin. It's mm. like a ping pong bar. Right. I went into one. Um, that is so weird that that's a thing. I love that it's a thing. And there are so many tables. Like, yeah. there's barely any, you know, open space in the bar. It's just, mm-hmm. like, a table and enough space around it to play. And then another table and enough space around mm-hmm. it to play. Mm-hmm. But it's got a, you know, it's a great idea. Hey. People <laughs> go, man. That sounds like I'd go there. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I gotta we gotta, we gotta get a, an outing together. Mm. <laughs> That's a that's a pretty good transition. For I was 
was for me that too. Uh, and to get into Matumbo talk. Let's do it. Uh, <laughs> Serious Matumbo talk. <laughs> Tonight so at 10. <laughs> my, uh, my lovely um, longtime listener, first time caller guest. That's what uh-huh. <laughs> I think you're one of the last remaining yeah, catalogs to, to do the show. And mm. even a lot of the emeritus uh, have have been on. Yeah. Um, but it was it was time. Yeah, time, I, think so. I think. Well, what's it been? Like three years? Over. <laughs> three, almost good. three and a half at this yeah. point. Yeah. Cool, man. <laughs> I'm like the white whale. <laughs> right. Yes. Yes. Um, uh, but yeah, yeah. we're going to talk about Dikembe Mutombo. Yes. I love that. I am so excited to talk about Dikembe Mutombo. I, I made, as soon as you said that, I was like, of course. Because <laughs> you told stories about him. And yeah, yeah. Well, where, Where's the origin there? Well, sure, sure. Let's let's go back. Um, so, junior high for me was like we had a small group of friends in junior high. So it was like me, my buddy Matt Kula, this kid we called Big T, <laughs> uh, Trent Taylor, <laughs> Big T. He, he's double an, T. Yeah, double T, Big T. Uh, really lovely, lovely guy. Uh, he. Uh, he hit the growth spurt before everybody else mm. did. So he was like... There's always that one. Yeah, he was the center. But he was always taller than everybody else, too. But he was like the center of the junior high basketball team and stuff. Were you on the team, too? Oh, no. No, no, <laughs> Just no. the fans. <laughs> um, just the country and just observer. I played one year of basketball in eighth grade. And I probably played a collective three minutes of game time. No. Yeah, not very much. Not very no, much. No, you didn't play a year of basketball. You. <laughs> I played four minutes of you basketball. You played three minutes of I basketball. have some, which is so funny that I'm talking about Takemi Matumbo, because I do have such sad stories about That's my own basketball days. So funny. But I've had, got a lot of cool stories about basketball, too. But it's a small town, like... We didn't have football. Um, At your school. Yeah, we just didn't have, we couldn't afford it. So, especially in junior high. And then, so we were a soccer town. Mm-hmm. Um, so I played a lot of soccer growing That's, up. I think I knew that, yeah. Yeah. And. Um, in downstate Illinois? West. Western West Illinois. Illinois. So if you know where DeKalb's at, it's where NIU's at. Just outside of that is Hinkley Big Rock. Hinkley Big Rock. Again, I can loop it back to basketball one more time. Hinkley was the home of the first ever Harlem Globetrotters game. Oh my gosh. Why? I don't know. Yeah. That seems so weird. So weird. The Harlem Globetrotters. The Harlem Globetrotters. (laughs) Because when I. Yes. Small town Illinois. (laughs) Yes. First game ever. Because when I was in high school. They hit their 75th anniversary, and they came back to play a game... At the same place. At, in our town. That's so cool. Isn't that weird? That's I did bizarre. not go to the game. <laughs> <laughs> Biggest thing to happen in our town ever. Maybe ever. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was like, nah, I'm cool. Because <laughs> you're, what a you're punk. in high school. Yeah, what like, a punk. Nah, man, I'm like... I'm gonna like work at the grocery store on Saturday. I'm not gonna take it off to go to the Harlem Globetrotters game. Looking back, I should have gone to that game. Idiot. Yeah. yeah, I should have gone. Yeah. Have you been to a Harlem Globetrotters game? I have actually. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, shit, dude. That's yeah, awesome. in Charlotte. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm never gonna go to Harlem Globetrotters game. It was really fun. I think yeah. I went with. I played rec basketball mm. for like a year, uh-huh. and uh, I think it was. 
Oh, because um, like my soccer was always my sport, Great. but I was always looking for like an off-season sport. Mm. And uh, I started, I did t-ball for a while, yeah. and then I t-ball. aged out. And <laughs> like you do. Exactly. And I played a year of softball and did not like it. Uh-huh. And then I played coach pitch baseball with all boys. And... Okay was better but still was like this feels too weird to keep doing so i was like maybe basketball and uh my team was awful Mm. and i was not very good but they made an all-star team of all of the like rec league teams Uh and me and this other girl from our team made the all-star team but it was like we were the scrubs (laughs) of the all-stars it was like Uh oh you were the you know you're the members that the, like, whose 76 sixers got to put on the all-star team, you know? Like, I was trying to think yeah, of someone yeah, yeah. who's, like, bad right now. Yeah. Um, but I'm pretty sure it was through that experience yeah. that we got to go to the Globe Charters game. Oh, and it was pretty cool. very fun. That's yeah, really cool. It was fun. Yeah, I, um, was so bad. <laughs> I think it was just, it was before... Like, I, you know, when you're young, really young, I, I had that, like, age where I was just wiry, mm-hmm. and then I hit junior high, and, like, it all just kind of, like, cramped up, and so I had those really awesome, like, four or five, you know, those awkward years. Yes. Just a little pudgy. Yes. Not really a coordinated very yes. much anymore. <laughs> you look like a yeah. puppy whose, like, paws yeah. are too big for oh, its frame. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And also, I had never played basketball. <laughs> not even like shooting around in the backyard. Well, or yeah, I mean a little bit of that, but not really. Not enough. Not even really to be any good at it. Because the other thing was that, like, we did have a basketball hoop. My parents bought us one, you know, because you buy your yeah. kids a basketball hoop. Yeah, that's we had just one. what you do. Yeah. Um, but when where we lived, this was like Larry Bird shit, Indiana shit, where. It was a gravel driveway. Oh, so my you can't, God. So you can't dribble the ball. So if you shoot and it hits a rock, the ball goes flying. <sighs> That's it's awful. so funny. It so bad. I can't believe you actually, like, tried. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So just bouncing a basketball, like, 12, whenever eighth grade is, uh-huh. is so awful. But all my friends played. So I was like, oh, I want to be my oh, is it Big T. Yeah. And- Big T. Yeah, <laughs> Fish. Fish. <laughs> That's what, yeah, that was his nickname. <laughs> Did you have a nickname? Um, we all we all like had self-prescribed nicknames. Um, high school, I just, I started get being called Kevman. Just Kevman. Just like buddies were calling me that. Um, Kevman. But yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't really. Yeah, like yeah. Not really. <laughs> Other than Kevman. Kevman was a big one. That's so funny. They called me Key Red for a while. Key Red? I don't know, man. <laughs> it was not. It, it didn't catch on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that's when I remember for some reason. Um, yeah, so, you know, all of us, all of us buddies, small town, like, you don't get a lot of outside, like, influence stuff yeah. that comes in. Like, I look back and, like, now the nerdy, cool stuff that I'm into, like, if some kid had a D&D book mm-hmm. and was like, dude, let's play this, 
I totally would have gotten into that. Because, like, we played video games, and, like, our things were, like, we collected basketball cards. Sure. And then we would trade them, and we'd talk about them, and you'd get... And the bulls were so huge. Yeah, that's the other thing you have to remember is, like, you lived in Illinois through the 90s. (laughs) I mean, it was... You grew up in Illinois through the 90s. Like, the bulls were huge, so everybody's parents were watching bulls games Mm -hmm. just because they were so great. And Mm -hmm. that... That influence traveled so far, and you got like all of the Bulls games on whatever team, yeah, whatever shitty channel would come in, and like we had rabbit ears for a long time, so so we got like two or three channels, Mm -hmm. so you would get these Bulls games, Um, and the pre-internet, like we don't realize how awesome the internet is, so true, exposure of ideas and things like Mm -hmm. that, so. A basketball and, and trading basketball cards just really became the thing. And so we all sort of, like my small group of friends, we all found by some random chance our favorite players. And they were all centers on different NBA teams. Oh, that's so fun. So like uh, Big T's favorite player was Shaquille O'Neal because obviously. Yeah, right. <laughs> um Another buddy, uh, Fish. <laughs> These names Fish. are so ridiculous. <laughs> but this is, this is how we knew each other, man. Uh, his favorite player was Hakeem Olajuwon. Mm-hmm. Um, my buddy, Matt Kula. His favorite player was Patrick Ewing. Mm-hmm. And then my favorite player became Dikembe Mutombo. Um, and so we all just sort of had our what own... What team did he play for at the time? Um... Well, I can get into the history okay, okay, if you would okay, li- okay, okay, Dikembe, okay, if you yeah. would like. We'll get there. We'll <laughs> yeah, get we'll get there. there. We'll get there. Um, he was playing for the Nuggets at mm-hmm. when when I picked it up. Um, and so, you know, they all just sort of had their own identities and personas and personalities. And we all, I think, those were our superheroes in a way. Like, these were the, the people that were like, yeah, I'm going to be this guy mm-hmm. and I'm going to be that guy. Mm-hmm. Um and, and that was really, really like cool. Or, like, the guy that you wanted to play as in NBA Jam. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, and you, play, like, you played NBA Jam. You uh-huh. played NBA Live was a huge one. Uh-huh. So it's like you would create a whole season around a player. Yeah. And like, let me tell you what. Dikembe Mutombo stats on NBA Live 1995 were incredible. <laughs> Fresh. <laughs> this, this is not a player who should have been the leading scorer in the NBA, but he was in my game. That's so funny. <laughs> Feed Dikembe the ball, dunk. Feed yeah. Dikembe the ball, dunk. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, yeah. And those games were really huge at the time, too. Uh-huh. NBA Jam. Um, yeah, all of it. So, yeah, so we all gravitated towards these players, and and mine was Dikembe. Um I got like this, I wish I had it with me now. I think it's at my parents' house, like stuffed in a closet somewhere. But uh, I got this thing in the mail that was like a binder and you would get athletes, like backstories sent to you every month. And you would sort of collect these. It's so funny. It's so weird. I had a similar thing for like nature at some point, like animals. I, Cause I, I know also what you're talking about. <laughs> yes. That, cause I remember a binder of like different animals. Yep. Yeah. At first I was like, that sounds weird. I did that. Yeah, <laughs> I had yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, 
you got these weird things because that's what parents would get. And, and you had to snap them in your binder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, you got to read about them and, like, look at all their little facts uh-huh, and stuff. Uh-huh. And so that is where I was like, this guy. That's this your man. This guy. You read about Tumble. his story and yeah. everything. And, like, you, I learned about him, and it was it's just... like pre-Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> It was like paper Wikipedia, and they sent you a page at a time. Mm-hmm. That's so funny. Oh, so it weird. really was like that. It that was, was like, life. here's the little box of stats. Yep. Like, here's where, you know, yep. this is like the origin. Yep. Like, that's yep. so funny. Yep. Yeah, it was physical Wikipedia. Yeah. I mean, that's that's all you had. That, that, like, that's all we had. Mm-hmm. I mean, books, I guess. Right, yeah. <laughs> but you but exchange like, ideas at school. Do you have, like, a up-to-date, you know, encyclopedia where you can look up the Kimmy with Tumbo in it? No. <laughs> like, <laughs> no. No. Uh, I mean, you know, this was also an age where my parents thought it was a good idea to buy the family a series of encyclopedias. Right. And so you go back to my house, and there's, like, there's this collection of encyclopedias because you thought you needed that mm-hmm. stuff it's like man the world's a lot better <laughs> so, yeah yeah you just don't need that stuff anymore yeah um yeah so that's where i was first exposed to dikembe his story his life and it was so inspiring to me that's like, awesome i was like super nerd kid mm-hmm. i mean you know um, yeah just like i was the book smart kid who, and just also just naturally got stuff that other kids didn't get. I could just pick it up really quick. I'm like, oh, I understand that. Mm-hmm. Cool. I'm bored now. What else? Mm-hmm. You know. Um, so I'd be able to consume other things um, at different rates than, than the kids I was around. And, um, and so I got that. And the story that was presented to me was just so inspiring as, as a kid because it's... Um, uh, Dikembe Mutombo Mplondo Jean Jacques Wamutombo is Dikembe's name. In, in, entire name. And so that is like the one of the first things you learn. And then the next thing you learn is that he speaks like eight languages. Portuguese, French, English, Spanish, and like five native dialects from the Democratic Republic of the Congo where he's from. Okay. So it's like all these these like weird little facts are like of course this player is going to be yeah that's what i was gonna as soon as he said like all of this stuff and then awesome the story of him was like he had never played basketball until the age of like 15 or 16 or something whoa never and then he's seven foot two in a small little congolese village so he always felt like he stood out in a weird way and then like nerd me is like oh Oh, i stand out yeah (laughs) i'm weird i'm weird yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) and so and then like and then he went to college. He went to Georgetown, and he he his freshman year was when he was twenty one. So he's like, right? Isn't that weird? So he entered in the NBA in like a very or like even college. I mean, it's not like that old. I know there have been other players who've yeah, gone like, in yeah, later, it's like but four years. Yeah, it's yeah. a big difference, right? Um, Especially when you're talking about those four years, yeah, you know, those are big four <laughs> seventeen years. to twenty-one. But like, wow. just, just imagine. I mean, this would have been, let's see, like nineteen eighty-eight, something like that, when he went to college. Yeah. So think of like 
the global world in 1988. It's crazy. Yeah. It's such a different world now than yeah. it was then. And, um, what, like, <laughs> what we thought of as Africa then and now has to be so vastly different. I wish I could speak to it more eloquently. I than see that, what you mean. Yeah, yeah, sure. But even like when you get into global politics and like even American politics, the eighties, you think of stuff like the cold war yeah. and like Reagan and yeah. stuff like that. And like Africa yeah. wasn't even on the Our Americans mm-hmm. view of the world at all. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So like this kid coming total fish out of water yeah and like that that was just a thing i really identified with because we moved from aurora illinois when i was 10 to this small town hinkley so mm. aurora's like the third largest city in the united in the united states in illinois mm-hmm. and hinkley is like dirt small <laughs> 1,100 people, maybe. Wow. Tiny. Tiny. Yeah. Graduating class of, like, 60 kids in high school. So you knew everybody. Yeah, for sure. Um, Yeah, you really, really did. I'm right at that, like, middle school age, like, right before then. So you're going through all that shit Mm -hmm. in this tiny-ass place where everyone else probably already knew each other. Right. And you were the new kid. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. so there was a lot of culture shock there. So when I got that book and, you know, you started making my small group of friends. But everybody's group of friends had to be small because there weren't that many there, kids. A, yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. You, right. you can't have 30 friends in junior high. There's There are, are only 30, 30 of you. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. And like you're like, yeah, actually, we all don't like the same things. Yeah. Even in, at that age. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, you just like... All of that Your story. Basketball people. Exactly. And, so you're like, well, my friends like basketball. Well, then I'm going to like basketball. I got to find the thing that yeah. that I like about basketball. Right. Yeah. And so I did. That's um, so cool. I love that it was that stupid little encyclopedia thing. Yeah. That's yeah. so that funny. Um, and then, you know, like the nice thing about Dikembe, and I have this awesome binder uh, of all of the trading cards that I got of his as well. I'm just all of these are his? The, are him? This is all the Kemi Matumbo. Are you cards. shitting me? Yeah. There's probably a couple, maybe a couple hundred. I was going to say, there are hundreds of cards in this. Yeah. Like it's Some of them are doubles. Yeah. <laughs> and you can, if you look through them, you can definitely tell when I fell off oh my caring God. about trading you cards. Oh, uh uh, Excel spreadsheet of them? Yes. Yes. That was a thing that I did because you had so much time yeah. in junior high. Yeah. And like, if you cared about this, like, yeah. this was your, co- this was my collection, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, so you can sort of, you, you, you thumb through it. My heydays of, of love and basketball and Dikemi Matumbo was definitely when, Primarily when he was on uh, the Denver Nuggets, which mm-hmm. was the team he was drafted by in 1991 uh, to the NBA, fourth overall draft pick. <laughs> I know, a pretty big deal. And then he was traded five or six years later to the Atlanta Hawks. Mm-hmm. So uh, for the podcast listener, you're wearing a Nuggets jersey. Yes. I'm wearing an Atlanta Hawks jersey. Yes. <laughs> Those were... <laughs> 
<laughs> I can't believe that Those entire. When I saw that binder, I was like, oh, he has a lot of basketball cards. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Have you ever thought about, like, the. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> you got to be thinking about what that's worth. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing? It's just not enough rare cards. De- can't, I'm, there probably are rare enough cards. I think the the trading card game is interesting and weird, much like anything, but he's not popular enough. I see. For that to be a thing. I see. Every great once in a while, and it's been a couple of years, I would go and like just look on eBay and be like, because you can find lots of NBA Do you know cards. what some of your like rarest ones are in there? Oh, I know. I have no idea. Oh. I've not looked at the value of those anymore. Uh-huh. But that's what, what also made it really nice is if we were trading with pals, you'd have, you ever heard of, I think it was called Beckett? It's a trading card value book. Oh. And so you'd buy them at like Walmart or wherever where that's you'd so buy the funny. trading cards. Yeah. And there was a standard value that somebody assessed somewhere in the For rarity of the card, card and, like, the demand of the player. Um, and so my Dikembe was, if ever on those lists, very rarely. So I could have, like, one Patrick Ewing or one Shaquille O'Neal or one whatever. Uh-huh. And that, they would be like, well, i got to give you, like, six Dikembe Mutombos. Oh, <laughs> you know that's I mean? so funny. So everybody would be like, yeah, you can have it, man. Yeah. You can have it. You can have it. That's um, so funny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, So that's... Like, that's that. so you would buy packs and just you'd buy packs, get everybody's Dikembe's? You'd go to... You go to sports card stores, and you would just, like, buy individual ones there, so, like, there, I'm sure there are a couple that I spent maybe two or three bucks on. Then, Individually. Like his rookie card or a really Like a foil card, card or something. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, and you would get those. But I would go back every great once in a while and just be like, oh, let's see what eBay's got. Because you could buy a lot of, like... Probably a hundred to Kemi, but some idiot like me is like, selling their whole. Cl- yeah. yeah, that's or really like, funny. Oh, I, I'm gonna parse them out into the players, and then people will buy them like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I could I could probably triple that collection with like ten dollars. Really? And every once in a while, I'm like, that'd be kind of fun. Yeah, that, that's, that's what, what I, mean? I was like, gonna say. Just ten just bucks. Pull the trigger at it. Yeah, and, yeah. and have like yeah. a thousand Dikembe Mutombo yeah. cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I could really drive the demand of Dikembe Mutombo cards. <laughs> you start <laughs> cornering the market. I thought about it. I'm like, what if I just bought every possible Dikembe Mutombo card? Like and I'm like, eBay. I'm the guy <laughs> who's got all of his cards. That's so uh, funny. It's so weird. That's um, so funny. Uh, there's, but you know the the thing so. In junior high, like, you have this romantic relationship with this person that you, like, look up to for whatever weird reason that you look up to. I mean, do you know much about Dikembe Mutombo? No. Do you no. know anything? Okay, no. this is cool. So. Not really. He, Honestly, some yeah. of the only other stuff I would know is, like, you told a story of your stories about Dikembe Mutombo sure. once. And I was sure. like, oh, I didn't know that about him. Yeah. Like, there were a few things in there where I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, as a player... I mean, he was really in the era... He was in the Michael Jordan era of basketball. Mm-hmm. So, like, that type of level of stardom was the players... The other players that he was playing alongside of. Like, Shaquille O'Neal was right. huge. Um, but he... So, to actually... 
even ascend into an, a star status at that time was kind of a hard thing to do because these were like, you know, people were getting shoe deals. Yeah, and stuff you're like looking that. at like the yeah. the people who were in Space Jam. You totally. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And so he was just underneath Under. that mm-hmm. stuff. Um, that makes a lot of sense yeah. because I feel like as a kid, I I was never a, a huge basketball sure. fan, but I knew the name. Right. And sticks out. Mm-hmm. It, it sticks, it's recognizable. And you have the uh-uh-uh. The finger You have life. that. Yep. Very, yep. very classic. And he then, was one of the few players that, like, had a move. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, Michael Jordan had the tongue. Dikembe yeah. Mutombo had the wag. Yeah. Like, how many other players had that thing? Like, maybe somebody had a crossover move that, you know, like... Oh, uh, yeah. You know, something like uh, that. Iverson. Yeah. Crossover mm-hmm. guy. Uh, but, yeah, but uh, all I was going to say is, like, I knew who Muggsy Bogues was <laughs> for a couple reasons. Yeah, right. He was in Space Jam. Mm-hmm. He played for the Charlotte Hornets, which yep. was 45 minutes north of me. Oh, and, and they were a cool team at that time. Very much so. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was... Like, everybody liked him because he was short. Dude, yes. I'm five fucking two. Yeah. Of course he was like, of course I knew who Muggsy Bogues was. Yeah, yeah. But outside of stuff like that, right. no, I didn't I right. didn't know any. Like, I didn't, like you said, like, mm. I never went below that, like, the stardom line right. for people that oh, I was familiar with. Of course not. Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't. <laughs> I think those are the more fun people to be a fan of, though. Oh, like yeah. it's cooler to be a fan of the Kimbe Mutombo. It's like, oh, you like Michael Jordan? So does everybody, kid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's why that's why no one no one's favorite player was Michael Jordan. I mean, you were like, if you had a Michael Jordan car, you're like, this is my Michael Jordan car. Uh-huh. Like, I've got like eight Michael Jordan. But you couldn't have like three hundred cool. Michael Jordan no. cars. No, they were too valuable. Uh-huh. Uh huh. They were just they they were too hard to come by, and nobody would trade them with you. Uh-huh. And if you did, you had to give up so much, and it just didn't make sense. That's so funny. Um. So um, let me rifle off some fun stats about Kemi Matumbo for you, just to sell you on, on him. him love even it. More. I love that you remember the wag. Uh-huh. Uh, the wag, he did it freely for a long time in the NBA, but at a certain point, somebody gave him a technical foul, like maybe like 98, 2001, somewhere around there, and the league outlawed it. They're like, you can't wag your finger at people anymore. We view it as taunting. Right? But this guy... That's so funny. And like, crazy? It seems like he, like, single-handedly did that. Yes. Pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he would just do it when he, like, stuffed people, right? Oh, yeah. Like, Anytime he would block, he'd be like... Uh, his signature phrase was... Uh, no, 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 not in my house. <laughs> gotta have a good Matumbo impersonation. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, so they outlawed it. And they called it taunting. Don't you can't taunt other players, which is totally fair. Sure, all that. That's cool. Sure, but he was such a winsome player that everyone was like, "Well, oh, just no. let him do it." Yeah, just yeah. Dikembe Not Dikembe. He still uh, gets to wag. Yeah. I mean, but he. I feel like as a player, you if you got wagged by Dikembe, you'd be like. Yeah, well, that was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, it was iconic. It. You're like, every every player in the NBA has, if you were blocked by Matumbo, and chances are, if you were any good and you were playing, you got you blocked were. by mm-hmm. Matumbo. Mm-hmm. Um, 
that they would uh, they would remember that story. Sure. So, and that's a really fun thing to like go back through YouTube. Like, and I was doing that a little bit before you came over. Was like looking at these stories of people uh, about Dikembe throughout the years. Because um, like he just got inducted into the NBA Hall of Fame recently. Which, yeah. Wow. Like, last year, which is pretty cool. Um, he. So here was he like first yeah. ballot. Or, I think so. I would think so yeah. too. So, uh, eight uh, eight time NBA All Star. Wow. Uh, four time Defensive Player of the Year. He's one of two players to ever get that accolade. Four times. Four times. Holy mm-hmm. shit! Different teams. Maybe three different teams. Wow. Uh, second leading. The, he has the second most blocks ever in the NBA. Wow. I think maybe behind Hakeem Olajuwon. Oh, okay. Don't, don't quote me on that one. Sure. Um, right. Yeah. <laughs> Not like NBA encyclopedia. But yeah, I was like, going to say. I got you a few stats. You don't here. have to look into your... Um, it's You can, you can Google it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Google it. Google it. Check me on that. Uh, and this is a pretty fun thing that I actually learned about today while I was revisiting things is that he actually in the past couple of years has had his jersey retired by two teams. Wow. And that seems like really epic to me. Super rare, yeah. yeah so the the Nuggets retired his jersey and so did the Atlanta Hawks. Wow, so like two teams will never use 55. Exactly. That's awesome. That's I think cool. I'm trying to I'm pretty sure the only player I can think of off the top of my head who I think is retired from both teams is Greg Maddox. Because he was such a cub and he was such a brave. Yeah. Uh, I think he went into the Hall of Fame as a brave. Okay. I didn't um, realize that was like a. Thing. I'm pretty sure you have to like choose. <laughs> choose like, choose I, the jersey I, you yeah, wear in the Hall I of Fame. I think it's like, you know, the Oof. hat that your bust has on or some oh, shit man. like that, you know? Damn. And I'm pretty sure he went in as a brave. Uh, what a choice you have to mm-hmm. make. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. But that's like, and he, you know, you're talking about like. One of the, uh, like, first ballot Hall of Famer, like, one of the best pitchers of his era. Yeah. So, like, hearing that, it's like, yeah, that guy's, <laughs> that they don't throw stuff like that around. Right, yeah. yeah. To, like, be And honored. I might not even be right about the fact that he, his number's retired for both, but I think it is. I'm I, pretty sure. I totally believe you. Yeah. The cool thing for me about Dikembe is, like, so I had those eras of, like, you like basketball, you grow out of it, you move on. Sure. You know, like, he ages... He played in the NBA for 18 years, and so I got to... I was going to ask, uh, yeah. what... And so, 8 out of 18, he made the All-Star team, and yeah, 4 out of 18, he was Defensive Player of the Year. That's crazy. It's pretty impressive. I got to see him play once. Ah! Um, he was playing on the 76ers, so... Me and a bud came and saw him play at the United Center. Awesome. The Bulls game. I think that was not when Jordan was playing. Um, but that was really cool. That's that was awesome. was, like, really cool to be able to go and see him play. Once. Even after yeah. you had kind of fallen out of it. Yeah. I mean, you know, like, you still you still follow in. You still check in from time to time. Sure. Um, I mean, 18 years. That's a long That's time. That's a long time to keep up with a player. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, like, you know... You Especially for a team that you change. weren't necessarily ever a fan of. Yeah, because, you know, he played on the Nuggets, then mm-hmm. he played on the Hawks, mm-hmm. then he played for the 76ers. He went to the NBA Finals with them one year. Oh, with cool. He and Allen Iverson. 
I then ah. think he got traded a year or two later, and he went to the finals a second time with the New Jersey Nets. I think he lost both of the – yeah, they lost – both of those, so Fuck. lost to the Lakers. It was, uh, it was Shaq and Kobe. Yeah, that they, era. They were the only team to beat them in any game in the playoffs. Whoa! So that I mean, they kept know. going like four and zero, four and zero. Like, yeah. Yeah. oh my so god! So they were the only team to beat them once. Oh my god! I mean, that's a that's a pretty crazy run. Yeah. Um, so he never got a ring, which is sad. That is a bummer. But you know that that makes sense. Um, there. The one other really really cool story is the so when he was playing on the Nuggets, and it may have been a year or two after his rookie season, they played the Seattle SuperSonics, the Sean Kemp, Gary Payton SuperSonics. So a really great team, and so the Nuggets were ranked eighth, and the SuperSonics were ranked number one, and they actually beat. They came back. An 0-2 deficit came back and won three the next three games. And wow! Took them out. And I think that was the first time that had ever happened in the NBA. Whoa! So that's kind of cool. That know? is, yeah, that's awesome. There's a lot of like awesome. those little cool moments, and now especially like, that you have to start like digging into. It's like, well, um, he didn't win a championship, but he did, <laughs> you know. And like, he's also an incredible humanitarian. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that's what he's kind of known for since he retired. Totally, like. He, you know, he's an NBA ambassador, travels the globe, you know, raises a ton of money for his home country, you know, the Democratic Republic of the Congo and, like, such a war torn region. Mm-hmm. And he's always, like, building hospitals and raising money for stuff. That's and, awesome. Yeah, so God you bless get people that. like that. Like, mm-hmm. it, it seems like if, if more of the people who found that platform or that level of success we're yeah. looking out for where they came from you know those spots might not be <laughs> as rough as they are you know yeah. so good on him <laughs> uh and he'll pop up every every couple of years in some weird media way too mm-hmm. like somebody will be like oh remember to come in Matumbo? Mm-hmm. isn't that guy funny like Old Spice put out a video game with him in it. Like, I remember you've got that. Twenty four hours to save the world with the Kevin Matumbo. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so like whenever you'd fall off, whenever I'd fall off, every once in a while I'd just Something be like, would... some weird would come up. It's one of the few people I follow on Twitter. That's funny. You know me. I'm not of big course. on Twitter. Yeah, but... <laughs> you're not a not a Twitter guy. Not a big Twitter. Um, he was in a bunch of those Geico commercials. Mm-hmm. If you remember, I remember those. That. Yes. Those were a pretty big deal for a while there. Um, That's he's like... done some weird stuff with, like, Jimmy Kimmel, too. Oh, okay. On his late night show from time to time now. Mm-hmm. My uh, boyfriend's brother, who works for ESPN, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know what... I'm sure he did some kind of, like, promo. That's mm-hmm. mostly what... Uh, his brother works in like web content mm, and stuff. Nice. So uh, I don't know exactly what the project was. I'll have to like text him and ask. But he has a, a pick with Dikembe. Oh, yeah. And it's like classic, both with the wag you up. Ha- you have to. <laughs> it's so it's such a good picture. Um, and I'll I'll have to get the story out of it. Uh. But I'm sure he was just there shooting some like sports center promo or mm-hmm. something like that. And you know, in that situation, you don't feel too like thankless to be like, hey, you know, 
Can I get a pic? <laughs> it's, yeah. it's not like you just like passed him on the street or something. Right, he's like, right. he's at your office to work with you. Like, you're yeah. going to get a pic with Dikembe. Right. <laughs> I'm sure he's pretty accustomed to it. Like, hey, man, super fan. Can we take a pic together really I quick? I would think so, too. Yeah. 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 Do you remember, uh, like, specifics from when you got to see him play? Was that like a... Mm. Did it feel kind of like full circle? Uh, yeah, that's interesting. I don't know. I don't know if it was, like, full circle It was just really nice. Because um, uh, it was a, a buddy of me, Matt Kula. He's, like, one of my best buds yeah. from throughout, the, throughout time. So, you know, we were both in college, and we were both going to different schools. And I think it was, like, home for a break. And cool. Said, hey, let's go see a game together. And so we went and saw a game. And, um... I remember we came, we actually we drove my car out there and we came out from the United Center and somebody had broken the mirror off the rearview mirror off my car. Oh. <laughs> so it was like, of course, you know, uh, yeah, like, that's so, what I was about so to say. Weird. Of course, yeah, yeah. And so like Matt rode the whole way back, holding his <laughs> hand out the mirror. window with the the mirror. <laughs> Because we were like, we we're so devastated. Like, you kind of get crippled at those times. Like, oh man, my parents are going to kill yeah. me. You know, like with that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Especially the car stuff. Yeah. And of course, they were like, that really sucks. Yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah, it's not like you we're annoyed. gave the it's guy not... the bat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not like you're like, here, yeah. fuck up my car yeah. for me. <laughs> What'd you guys do? Yeah. You just came out of the game. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh,. So yeah, that was that was pretty cool. That's so funny. Yeah, that's uh, probably the the closest I've ever been to him, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In the same room. Yeah, God, it was so, a big room. Yeah, <laughs> maybe maybe like two hundred feet away. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There yeah. you go. That's so fun. Yeah. yeah, I remember. I feel similarly about the like female soccer players that I was a fan of mm. when I was growing up. So I, like, I loved Mia Hamm, and I oh, loved, yeah. like, Brianna Scurry was mm-hmm. their, the keeper when they won the yeah. World Cup in, um, oh, no, 99. Yeah. 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 Uh, and so she was, like, and I was a keeper around that time, too. Oh, so wow. I was, like, my eyes were on her, you know. Oh, oh, yeah. Everyone was talking about Brianna Scurry like ripping her shirt off after that uh-huh. last yep, yep. goal and I was like but did you guys see when Brianna Scurry blocked that shit so that or, uh, yeah so that Brandy Chastain could do that like everybody forgets about the keeper you know I was like definitely that person and goalkeepers you gotta be a little crazy yeah yeah, yeah especially for soccer yeah. and may like with hockey too cause those things are coming at you oh, fast man. no thank you no thank you hockey uh, I played a little bit of goalkeeper from time to time, and man, that just, it always took tough. a different level of steel that I never was ever comfortable You had with. to make a choice and own it and yep. sacrifice. Like, yep. you are diving and... <laughs> like, oh, I can run out and try to cut off this angle, or... Yep. <laughs> yep. So true. Yeah. Little yeah. Chip shot over me. <laughs> and you're done. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so, I, and one of the reasons I bring this up is like, you're like, well, I have these jerseys, so we gotta wear those, of course. Yeah. Um, and you're like, I've probably worn them like three times. And I was like, oh yeah, I have a, a goalie jersey that mm-hmm. has a cat 
face on it. It's like <laughs> it's solid black and has a cat black cat face on it. Yeah. And I don't even think I wore it in games that much. And then I went to a uh, it was called Woosa at the time. Since then, I think it's called Whistle now because mm. it went under and they brought it back. But it's the women's major league, or oh. uh, like professional women's uh, U.S. league. Yeah. At the time, Woosa had like eight teams. Mm. And Brianna Scurry played for the... I think she played for the Carolina Courage. So there was a Carolina oh, wow. team called the Courage... And there was a Atlanta team called the Beat. Mm. And I went to an Atlanta Beat game, but I think they were playing the Courage. Oh, wow. And I can't remember, like, I know there are a couple of huge players on both teams, mm. so it was, like, so, it was, like, really cool oh, to get to man. go. yeah. And there were so few people there that I got my goalie jersey my, signed by Brianna Scree. <laughs> That's cool. And it's so, and it's like in a drawer, and never you know, like that, like that's it. No, you're <laughs> like, not wearing it out. No, <laughs> uh, but it's it's so. And she was like, I just thought she was the fucking coolest. She yeah. was. She has that edge. I think that you're talking about that like mm-hmm. specific steel oh, that it takes. Have to, I cannot man. imagine trying to stare her down. She just has like a really intimidating presence, yeah. and I feel like Matumbo probably has <laughs> a bit of that too. Just like the towering, like yeah. you better really want it to get past me. <laughs> it's so funny, yeah, because like. He's such the the goofball and the most fun-loving person in, like, those interviews and things like that. But, yeah, you got to wonder what it's like to play on the court with people like that. Mm-hmm. Like, when you see an interview with Michael Jordan when he was playing, like, he's all smiles and stuff like that. But you knew he was fierce, man. Yeah. And he did not mess around on mm-hmm. the court. Um Ah, take special breed of player, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was never me. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I think I had flashes mm. of greatness. I don't <laughs> think I was ever consistently amazing sure. or consistently terrible. Yeah. I think I. I had like the stick to it. I think I wanted it more than I was good mm. at it. If that makes I get sense. It. I, get I like. It. I was hungry and I would dig. Yeah. But. I was like scrappy, you know. <laughs> I wasn't like the best guy out there, right? But I, I was you put scrappy. In the I would piss people off, is what it was. <laughs> oh, it's like, yeah. especially because as I got older, well, my junior and senior year, I went to a small enough school that we didn't have a girls' team, and mm. all the women played on the guys' team. Oh, cool! So there were like six of us. But most of the teams we played against were just guys. Oh, Every yeah. once in a while, there would be another team like ours that sure. was, was kind of co-ed. Um, yeah, I remember playing some small schools like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, that was, I like. I think I enjoyed it more than if it had been <laughs> all women. Because <laughs> guys would just come in and like... I, I was a defender, mm. so if I could, if I could shock him, you know, like and just make a crafty like steal or like or boot it away yeah. when they aren't expecting it because they think they're just gonna like, oh r- yeah, get past yeah. me because I it had to be you all about angles and stuff. Anybody ever, mm-hmm. man. And, and it was so satisfying because I know <laughs> I know it happened. I would just like get in guys' faces and not be scared of anything. Yeah. But I just didn't quite have any of the skill to back it up. Mm-hmm. I was I was soccer was definitely what I was the best at. Yeah. I wasn't like bad, but I was short. Like 
I'm still, if you're running and I'm running, 10 strides is going to get you farther. You know, like, yeah, yeah, period. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's only you so got, much you got to have do. real cool moves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And since then, whenever I play, whenever uh, Eric and I will just, like, shoot around because we live right across the street from a basketball court, mm. he's always like, Whew, yeah, you're, like, you know your angles, huh? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, you have to. 13 years of soccer as a defender. I think I, I can yeah. cut off someone as a defender, <laughs> even, you know, regardless of what the sport is. Uh-huh. Uh, but that's, that's really funny. Do you feel like if, I think it's so funny that you're like a bigger fan of it than you ever played it. Oh, yeah. I, um... We would play, I started playing more probably like junior-ish year of high school. Mm -hmm. Uh, Again, because everybody would like play at lunchtime and stuff like that. And somewhere between that eighth grade and junior of high school, I like shot up a few, quite a few inches. Oh, yeah, yeah. And like... He actually grew into the puppy paws. (laughs) Yeah, you know, like... I, I played a little bit of soccer, and so I was a little bit more coordinated and stuff like that. And then, I'm like, I still wouldn't dribble the ball very well, mm-hmm. but I was tall enough that I could get a lot of rebounds sure. and do a couple. Dish and it. like, yeah. And I learned a pretty nasty little hook shot because I loved watching Dikembe play. That's awesome. And like, dude, the centers got those sweet little baby hooks. Uh huh. And so I had a pretty gnarly baby hook for a while. Too. That was like part of the reason why I brought it up. It's no. like if you're watching that much, yeah. Yeah. it has to have, if you're playing it all. Oh uh, yeah, when you off. play, you're like, oh, I'm gonna try that out. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> I've got no business Eric, shooting baby hooks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Eric plays ice hockey with Ed mm-hmm. and those guys, and is like loves it, is having such a blast. And he'll try to pull shit that you know Sidney Crosby does. And I was at a game where he did it, and it fucking worked. Like <laughs> <laughs> he like came around the goal, and Crosby will come around the back of the goal uh-huh. and shoot and shoot and hit the goalie in the back and, and like <laughs> and bounce, bounce it in, in. Yeah. and it's gotta be just oh, infuriating that's, that's devastating and man. but eric like he did it like yeah. he came around and he shot it and it hit a skate and it went in and it was awesome like just a it was amazing yeah. and he was like did you i did the crossing thing and i was like i know i saw it it was fucking awesome you know and he's playing against the guy who like was yeah. a terrible goalie. Yeah, like, he's not yeah. playing against an NHL yeah. goalie by any means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he wouldn't have tried it if he didn't love watching Sidney Crosby push right. it like that off. Yeah. So it's like that same, it's the same thing with the hook. Mm-hmm. That's so funny. Oh, yeah, for sure, for uh-huh. sure. Oh, man, yeah. So that's when I really got into playing. And, like, so there's, like, two really cool story. Well, one really cool story from college. So we'd play a lot of rec ball at mm-hmm. U of I. So I went to the University of Illinois. And when I was down there, it was the same time that um, the the Flying Illini had a resurgence. And they went to the Final Four. Yeah, they were there. good. Yeah. Damn good, yeah. Ranked number one, blah, blah, blah. Lost in the you know, the final game to the Tar Heels because mm. they were just so good. That's so funny because... It didn't matter how good of a team I'm, you were. I'm from South Carolina, so, so, like, before I moved up here, the thing I associated with U of I was basketball. Oh, yeah. Because they would be in the conversation with, like, Duke 
and yep. UNC, yep. which was like a huge rivalry in that area. It was such an exciting, like, it's made college so much cooler to be a part of, like, something epic like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And was and was such a big thing. So we play a lot of rec ball, and it was the week. I think it was a week leading up to Thanksgiving, and so we're like, "Well, we're not all gonna go home quite yet." Hey, let's and we would go to the gym a couple times a week, and we play ball. We just play pickup games, and so there were only a few games going on that day. And of course, the day that we're playing, um, we're the only open game, and that's when Darren Williams who is an NBA point guard. Huh. Like, pretty cool. I don't, jury's out where he's going to end up in the legacy of all of that. Uh-huh. But him and another player on the team rolled in. They're like, all right, well, we're going to play some ball. This this is the only squad that's open. And oh, so, my God. Uh, we got to play a game against him. And so that was pretty cool. That's really cool. And where did he go on to who did he go on to play for? Uh, he got drafted by the Utah Jazz. Uh-huh. Started for them for a while. And then I think he ended up on the Brooklyn Nets. Cool. I don't know where. He might still be there. I don't know if he's still playing. Yeah. Maybe. He, I mean, he was pretty good. Like, he, he did all right. Yeah. And I feel like the longevity of a basketball career is, on the whole, better than, like, uh, football. For, oh, for one. Definitely. Football Unless is such a, a hard turnover. <laughs> yeah, or a quarterback yeah. for for the elite ones, I guess, right, anyway. Right. Uh, but, yeah, if you're pretty much anything else, it's mm-hmm. uh, more. And you got you to gotta respect the people who do that, though. Yeah. They're like Calvin Johnson's of the world who are like, oh, I made yeah. a lot of money, and now I'm going to retire, and I'm going to keep most of my health, yep. and yep. the next three generations of my family are going to be fine. You know? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, invest it well. Yeah. Good it's job. like if... Cash out. Yeah. If <laughs> no you don't shame. like... If you don't, you know, live for every NFL game, especially... In the, Barry Sanders, man. Yeah. 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 Especially yeah. with the nature of, like, fandom and everything else that comes along with playing, not even just what's on the field. Mm. I can't. I, like, actually have a ton of respect <laughs> for people who do that. And yeah. then they could just, you know, roll into colleges and play pickup games. <laughs> I, I mean... He crossed. I I only I guarded him on one play, and he did the what must have been the most casual of crossovers, uh-huh. and I almost fell over. <laughs> you, you don't have a lot of opportunity. Uh, like that was probably the best at basketball I ever was going to be because mm-hmm. I was playing basketball more than than, than ever. Uh-huh. And um, but the this difference of skill because like I would be okay on the uh-huh. court was just so vast. Astounding. It's incredibly yeah. insane. Yeah. It's like, it, he just made it look like nothing. Uh-huh. And like, just pull up and hit a shot from anywhere. Uh-huh. And we're all like, we can't guard him. No, no. one could guard him. No, of course you couldn't. No. <laughs> Our best guy was like, we're going to lose. <laughs> we're going to lose. It's fine. Just, just accept it. He's the starting point guard yeah. for our number one ranked For a team, team that went yeah. to the final four. Yeah. Right. That's so fun, though. Yeah. That's really cool. Uh, I think it's funny that you went from trying to 
dribble on a gravel driveway. Right. <laughs> All the way from that gravel driveway to getting schooled by the, the starting point guard for your for college the squad. Illini. Yeah. That's really funny. Still can't dribble. <laughs> I it's hard, man. Yeah. <laughs> I will say though, like, when you think about the disparity between uh you know, you guys, you pick up schlubs, and this guy who was, like, a Final Four caliber player. I mean, an NBA starting yeah. point yeah. guard. And yeah. then you think about, like, all of the people who were, like, at least close to that good, mm. who never did anything after that, you know? Yeah. You don't go in the NBA but you were probably good enough to be in the NBA, yeah. you know? like yeah. Or even guys who, like, get drafted and then only end up getting, like, a cup of coffee. It, it mm. It's so interesting for me to think about how many... I mean, I guess when you're talking about comedy, <laughs> that, that shoe fits so the, hard. The best actors, the funniest people out there that we know are not necessarily the people that are, like, making Getting it. Getting hired by shit. Figuring it out. Yeah. Sometimes it's... I mean, you. I watch a fair amount of sports documentaries because I just love that narrative. The story. And the story mm-hmm. and everything mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, there's always those sad stories of people who are, like, they just got caught up in the wrong thing or the wrong yeah. part of it and couldn't keep the dedication or the focus of the energy up even though they were really talented or skilled and or even just out. like the pressure of it yeah fucked with them too yeah. much but i think it's the same way with a lot of the the art stuff and and the things that we do i'm like mm-hmm. i know some of the funniest people who yeah i'm just like are only yeah. ever gonna yeah. be like the guy that the guy who got famous knew, you know? Like, remember this guy? He was the funniest the guy. Funniest guy. Yeah. Yeah. Which is still pretty cool. It is. <laughs> yeah. It is. Um, For sure. But yeah, some. That's that's the lesson we always talk about. I think with a lot of people, it's like, and sometimes you can put the time and the work in and it not pan out too. So. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, Whereas nice. the. Hat come from? Oh, the hat. Yeah, man. This is uh, Georgetown Hoya's hat signed by Dikembe Mutombo. Uh, my buddy Matt got it for me for one of the, for like a birthday or Aww, Christmas or something Kula? like that. Yeah. Oh, um, what a gift. It's a pretty good gift. That's awesome. Yeah, dude. It's, it's like, it's quite literally the thing that you would not buy yourself, but you love to have. Very true. Right? When someone gives it to you, you're like, holy shit, this yeah. is awesome. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. got, um, so this year was our, um. Same year, a uh, couple like a week apart, a week exactly apart. Uh, thirty-three, our thirty-three-year-old oh. birthdays, and so Patrick Ewing, uh, his number was thirty-three. So That's I got him great. like five <laughs> Patrick Ewing things. I, I was like That's tempted great. to get him thirty-three Patrick Ewing. Right. Things. But I'm like, I don't think your wife is going to appreciate you this having episode. like a newly acquired Patrick Ewing collection. Way too much Patrick in, Ewing. Shit. Uh, one birthday. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's so sweet, though, yeah, that it's cool. still it's still rolling. Yeah, and it's still yeah. a part of you guys' friendship and everything. Yeah, it's 
you know, it's just so iconic, you know. And the fun thing about it too is that Patrick Ewing actually went to Georgetown, and so did Matumbo, and so oh. Patrick Ewing was Matumbo's like mentor and stuff like that. That's awesome. So there's a lot of weird nerdy. That's so cool though. Connections. Yeah. That's cool. the thing though. That's yeah. like what makes you like stuff is <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah, it's just like oh yeah, people's recommendations and mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. The, story. the story of it all. <laughs> the story of it all. It's true, man. It's totally true. What sells it sells you on it. Uh huh. Mm. Um, is there anything else that you feel like you'd be remiss if we left it out? Hmm. About about uh, Dikembe. Mm hmm. Hmm. We touched on the fact that he he does a lot of humanitarian stuff. Um. But I don't know any more like. Specifics. I or wish the, yeah, I wish there were like one last cool gem of a story. I could end it on a weird fart note. <laughs> uh, like maybe maybe it's a cool thing to think about. But even your idols are humans too. So um, he got caught up back in like 2012 in this really nefarious gold trade deal. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> which was like almost was the thing that really sullied him. He's come back through and yeah. like, everything seems fine. It was just like somebody took him for a ride. I think he... Or maybe it, it was some shady shit that he did. It's hard to know because it was never... It was never national, national headlines, but... The kind like, of thing you, you would heard about hear about, it, especially bit. if you're like a fan of the guy. Exactly, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. So, and I was trying to parse through that a little bit before you came over too. I'm like, because it's been... Four or five years, yeah. or whatever, since it happened. Um, I think it was he had some sort of information from somebody that he knew about a bunch of gold, mm. and then so he also went on to play in Houston for like seven years at the end of his career, and he was a mentor to Yao Ming. Oh, cool! Um, which was pretty cool, and he had a pretty good run there too, because Yao Ming had a lot of health and like knee issues yes. and shit like that. So he get a pretty decent amount of playing time in cool. those in those moments. Yeah, I remember that. Yao yeah, Ming was just like so damn big yeah. that his body didn't work right. right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. yeah, yeah. Because um, he doesn't play anymore, does he? No, he kind of burned out. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or flamed out, I guess is a, a better way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. His body didn't work right. <laughs> It's just hard to get that it's big. It's too big. Yeah. It's too big. There's not, and that's, I think. You can't even get blood to all the parts. <laughs> <laughs> Those centers, they have a real hard time having a long career. And so that when you take sense. a look at that, I'm like. And look at 18 years. 18 years in the NBA is impressive. Um, but, but anyway, he was playing in Houston. So I think he got to know some Houston oil tycoon type people. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, was like, you playing in the NBA, you're meeting rich dudes all the time, I'm and sure. And you know they're coming up and going, Dikembe, come on, yeah, yeah. I, let me tell you about a, a deal, you know? Right. Because of course they, this poor guy, like... Also, a war-torn country of yeah. the Congo, there's a bunch of dirty gold there, and so, yeah, he got caught up in one of those deals, but I think If I that's think like the worst thing on his record... Well, yeah, goodbye. I think the money may have ended up in a warlord's hands. Mm. So, mm. <laughs> yeah. like, a, like, like, again, I don't know the whole story. I don't want this to be the, 
the like, thing that we like go out. Yeah, I got one more question for us. We'll okay, talk about some right. other stuff too. Thing, it's well, not gonna be yeah. like, and that's the button. <laughs> Man, that guy sucked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But still, it's not like you know. He's not like. He's still doing great things for communities mm-hmm. and, and all of that. And he's not. He doesn't have the reputation of like a. A Kobe Bryant of like town to town, like right hose and area codes oh. kind of kind of player. The, it doesn't seem like it. I mean, I, you would know more about him than I do, but the one classic story that you hear about from his early days in college, and this is like the one that NBA fans will, if I'm like, if we get an NBA talk ever, and they're like, oh, who's your favorite player from you know whatever, I'll be like, oh, Matumbo. Every once in a while, people will be like. Who wants to sex Mutombo? Ah. So that's, that's like a story from his Georgetown days. That like apparently one time he went into a, into a bar. The dude had probably not been speaking English for very long. I don't know. I don't. I of course I'm gonna defend him. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also, yeah, you're a player on a college team, so you are gonna be shitty, you jerks. Yes. Um, and yeah. if. Yeah, that's so funny. Right. That's like but I think it was that's a like joke a, too. I was gonna right? say that's kind of like not to laugh it off. Right, right. But yeah, yeah. That is kind of hilarious. <laughs> right. <laughs> Isn't it funny? Not to laugh it off, but I'm going to laugh it off. <laughs> right, right, right. Like I don't think it was predatory. Uh, at least yeah. I'm hoping not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like, and also like. You don't want to leap to, oh, he was going around and grabbing every girl in the bar and saying, you know, no, no. But thinking about just, like, I picture him, like, bursting through (laughs) saloon doors and announcing to the general public, and that is hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Uh, so what do you feel like your, I think you, I feel like you'll have a good answer for this. Mm. How do you feel like your love of Dikembe Mutombo has influenced you creatively and your kind of life in general? Mm. Yeah. Well, you know, we sort of touched on it definitely a little bit here and there, but just like sort of the, that whole rags to riches sort of story and coming out of nowhere and being really dedicated and also trying to be a good human in addition to it all um it's like i get to look back and be like oh wow it makes so much sense that this person influenced me in those ways Mm -hmm. i don't know if I don't think there's any creative yeah. <laughs> stuff that well, like has I said, been influenced I've, there, but yeah. Uh, but no, the, you've told at least yeah. one, if not a couple of different, your stories about it, so. Right, if true. It, like, that's, that's not nothing. Yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> you've written about the guy before. <laughs> I've got about, a couple of gifs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, that's great. The And the idea of him starting at 15 and being so right. good. That has to be, like, a little kernel in there. Oh, yeah. It's, like, it's never too late to, mm-hmm. to get into it, mm-hmm. for whatever that thing is. Mm-hmm. If you keep yeah. keep striving. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Thank you so much. No. Fuck yeah, dude. This has been great. <laughs> it's been lovely. I can't believe it was this long. It was... I feel like... 
You gotta park some of them out, you know. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta dangle the carrot. Yeah. The white. You gotta have your white way out, like you <laughs> right, said. Right, right, right. <laughs> well, uh, just gotta get jammed. Mm-hmm. All right. In terms of uh, active members, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've never Bentley's been on my list for a while. You know, I can't believe you, I haven't yeah, done it with him. Oh my I know, gosh. I know. I asked him yeah. at least once or twice when we were doing. Um, uh, full house stuff, mm. but it just the scheduling just never panned out. And oh, he was sure. like, "I'd love to, but I can't this right. time around." And I just never went back to it. Can you imagine how good it's? He's gonna talk about something like it's. It's gonna be like so specific. Yeah, it will be. I'm gonna call my shot. Okay. Some weird obscure metal band. Oh wow! Uh, really? Oh, I Bentley. Think so. Cool. Do you not know that about? Him? I didn't. Oh boy! Like obscure metal. Oh yeah! Wow. Oh yeah! yeah okay, yeah. Super all right. Into metal. We're calling it. We're calling a shot here. It won't. I'm gonna go ahead and say, I'll probably get to get back around to Bentley like uh-huh. in the next I don't know month or so. Yeah. Because I almost asked him in the last mm. couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, but I I just never did. You know, I worked shit out otherwise, and uh, so we'll see. Yeah. We'll see if you I hope he does, because I was listening to the shit out uh, Yeah, right? I just know whatever... He's just the kind of nerd who I feel like would have exhaustive knowledge oh, of whatever it is he's talking about. He's it so may, smart. It may be that or, like, an old-school D&D thing, thing, too. Yeah. I love it. He's got some cool... Cool, cool things thing. he's into, yeah. Uh, well, thank you so much, man. Yeah. I feel like this is... The idea of this is very inherent in, like, in the Nerdalogs, which also, I think, makes it inherent in, like, your personality mm. and the way that you uh, engage with people. Uh, so it's really fun to be able to unpack the, the thing that it is for Kevin. Yeah. What else was on the short list? Uh, well, I, you know, I thought we could probably have a really interesting conversation, probably about comedy mm-hmm. in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, That's funny, because I yeah. thought about that. I was like, I produced so much stuff that, like, I really have done I'm a sure lot of weird you could stuff talk about stuff years. like that. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of this, though. That really was on my, on my mind. Yeah. But then I was like, oh, it feels so cliche, right? Um, archaeology. Yeah. I worked as an archaeologist for a long time. I thought maybe we'd get there too. Those yeah. summer school stuff. But it's been a long time since I've done any of that stuff. And, you know, it's it's like a distant passion of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, those are those were like the real big two that I was thinking about. Board games too. A little yeah. bit of that. I'm sure we could have had a fun conversation there. but mm-hmm. I'm this, glad I landed on this. Yeah. This was too. really fun. <laughs> But thanks, man. Yeah, I love you, and I mean that. Love you too. (laughs) Baby, how you feeling? This has been a Nerdalogs production. If you'd like to help make more things like this, please visit Patreon.com/Nerdalogs to donate today, and go to www.Nerdalogs.com for more cool stuff. Thanks for being awesome. Thank you all. Thank you all. I am Grabbot two three five four eight X.